Before I get started on today's Mortcast, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazee, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right smack in dab in the middle of the Dairy Block, the brand new Dairy Block that's uh, been around since about well, mid-2018. Great, great, great place to enjoy a night on the town. And while you're out, if you're going to, say, Milk Market, uh, venture on over to uh, Blanchard Family Wines. It's a great place to just enjoy and savor some wine. Do you, do you like wine? Do you like Pinot? Do you like Cabs? Do you like well, basically any sort of wine blend that you could possibly think of? If you want the experience of, of having tasting um, a family-owned vineyard uh, and what it's like to experience that sort of wine experience, uh, uh, tasting um, you without driving to, say, California, or flying to California or driving to Grand Junction, Blanchard is the place for you. Uh, I was there a couple months ago. I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm obviously biased. I love wine. But uh, if you're really into that sort of thing, this is the place for you to go. Um, One of my favorite places to go in Denver, they opened in late 2018. Uh, They are on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. Once again, they are located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, right smack dab in the middle of the dairy block, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field. When you go in, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton, and today we're going to talk about the struggling Denver Nuggets. Uh, after two losses in a row, one to the uh, Dallas Mavericks and the other to uh, the New Orleans, the 0-4 New Orleans Pelicans, I do believe it's fair to do some self for some analysis, uh, some deep analysis about some of the concerns I've had this entire five-game stretch for the Nuggets. Um, and it, for me, it really boils down to one thing. Um, this is a team that is being asked to play in a style that I don't necessarily believe they are suited for, and that's actually true of the entire Malone area. But as of right now, this team could be two or three times better offensively than they are now if they, weren't, they didn't play so slow. And if they didn't uh, take a different, if they didn't take a 2013 Memphis Grizzlies approach to playing defense, um, what I mean by that is the there are certain philosophies um, in the NBA, um, and it's actually you can you can you can apply this to the NFL too. Um, defensive coaches tend to play careful, close to the vest football and to let their defense make the plays Um, that worked for the 2015 Denver Broncos but those things only tend to work about one year in the NFL and then people figure out the defense you're making and they figure out that your offense isn't is not very good and everything tends to not work as well as it did one year in the NBA that used to be a lot more prevalent I would have zero issue with this approach if the Nuggets had a team of defenders um, who were just competent on offense. But the Nuggets aren't constructed that way. They are not made in the 
2013-14 Grizzlies way. Um, that team had, was a team full of defensive players. Uh, that's the whole grit and grind style that uh, was popular for about two, three years. Uh, was almost it was entirely predicated on a team that was. I mean, aside from Marcus and, and Mike Conley, was a team who were just primarily defenders, almost entirely, and it's a style that largely went out of, uh, you know, style. Um, went out of uh, favor in the NBA once the threes revolution came in. And the slow it down, keep it close to the vest, deliberate style that really basically was weeded out of the NBA in 2015 is not, there's a reason it's not prevalent. And it's because this league is tilted towards offense. You know, what the Nuggets have become is a slow-it-down team that shoots a lot of threes. And they don't seem, and I've, I've made this point last year, uh, and I made it the year before, Nuggets do themselves absolutely no favors. Um, and it is mind-boggling to me how they don't, at least at certain stretches of a basketball game, play for easy baskets. Uh, everything is work. And in and, and, in, in the truest sense, this is this team, if Nikola Jokic is not engaged like he hasn't been for most of the four or five games so far this year, he's had two triple doubles and is half-assing it, basically, is the way, the way it looks to my eyes, and that tells you how good Nikola Jokic is. But if, if you're doing a, a, an offensive approach that is dribble-handoff-oriented, and you have a couple actions to get you some baskets, you're not going... People just know exactly... I mean, what has happened is that people have diagnosed, much like, much like all defensive squads, primarily defensive squads, people have diagnosed exactly what you're going to do, and the Nuggets are have to work hard on every offensive possession for a basket. You can only depend on Nikola Jokic's wizardry for so long before people are like, okay, well, all we have to do is rough up Nikola Jokic. He's not going to have as much um, fun playing the game, and then the Nuggets' offense will fall apart. Truly, I mean, here's, 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 my, here's my view of the whole thing, and it's really going back to the last year's playoffs. This is going to be a little controversial, what I'm about to say here. If it wasn't for Nikola Jokic, as ba- I mean, this is how much appreciation I have from what Nikola Jokic did in the, uh, in the playoffs last year. Uh, if it wasn't for him doing the most Herculean uh, uh, kind of stretch of basketball that I have seen on the Nuggets since Alex English in 1986... Um, if he wasn't doing that, that team would not have got out of the first round. Um, the Spurs had figure out, figured out exactly what the Nuggets were doing. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers definitely figured out exactly what the Nuggets were doing, knew exactly where to exploit. Yes, the t- that, that, game, that series went seven games and the, the series before, but you can say with an, in all honesty that it was entirely because of Nikola Jokic 
maybe a little Jamal Murray, but this was Nikola Jokic's series, two series. And it is because the Nuggets had become and were an entirely predictable team. A, a team that has a bunch of offensive players trying to play a style that kind of saps them of their offensive energy. This team should be a little more. I'm not talking. I'm not, you're not. They're not supposed to be the Paul Westhead Nuggets, but there is, and the emphasis in this league is for freedom of movement, uh, for spacing. Um, they have right now with Will Barton out. They have starting Tory Craig, that worked in the playoffs because the Nuggets needed that defense because they were going with a really deliberate approach for a seven game series. That's a different. That is a completely different thing altogether. Um, but you know, as people have noticed in this, you know, the last, oh, I don't know, five games or so is that this team, these, these players that on the opposing team, the the defenders are sagging off of Torrey Craig so thoroughly that they aren't even paying attention to him. And when that happens, you don't have a, uh, and it's like it's like playing four on five offense. You know, Mike Malone talks about four on five defense when, when you're tra- trying to gamble for a steal. Um, let's be honest with you with you here. The Nuggets, when Torrey Craig is in there, are playing four on five offense. And when Mason Plumlee is in there, they are playing three on five offense. And that would be all well and good if both of those guys were like all world lock it down defenders uh, as Adam Marez likes to point out um, Tory Craig is largely what, what we call a tryhard and uh, those guys give a lot of effort and they will they will definitely are valuable to the team but there are some requisite skills that you need, there's no Andre Iguodala right there um and Andre Iguodala could do enough offense to to complement his defense. And Torrey Craig is so bad at offense that it just is such a negative on the team that it pulls it down. It's a completely, now I'm, I'm going to point this out again, it is a completely different thing in a playoff series. I advocated for Torrey Craig starting when Will Barton uh, basically went in the tank um, in, the, in the playoffs last year. Mostly because this was uh, they needed the defensive presence, and it worked for them because they were able to lock down uh, Rodney White, and really for the the most part completely took uh, Damian Lillard out of the out of the picture. But in an 82 game regular season, that same approach doesn't work. Not anymore. It just doesn't. This isn't the 90s anymore. It just does not work, and the Nuggets need to loosen up, and they need to be more free, and they and they need to not be as terrified of turnovers as they are. Not all turnovers are made equally, okay? Sometimes there's turnovers of effort. Sometimes there's turnovers of laziness. The turnovers of laziness are the ones that you need to let go of, um, that the ones that you really need to eliminate. Okay, the turnovers of effort are there because you are making plays, and generally in the flow of the offense and the defense, uh, largely anticipates what you're doing and they get a steal. Those I'm okay with, right? 
But turnovers of laziness are the ones you need to to eliminate. But you can't be afraid of them. And the Nuggets' fear of turnovers. I, I said this last year. There was a podcast I did when talking about uh, Michael Malone's pro- approach to defense. And it really is the Pat Riley, Jeff Van Gundy school of defense. It's very try to limit as your offensive possessions to the extent where you, even if you do make a turnover, the other team hasn't outpossessed you. Okay, it is the it is the keep it close to the vest. Every one of your games, if people noticed this last year. The Nuggets rarely blew people out last year. And it's because of their approach. They're, they're, everything was close to the vest. Everything was deliberate. Nothing was made to have an offensive explosion. Um, and that will only get you so far when people understand that your offensive team is based around largely Nikola Jokic. Now, some people who are listening to this right now will think, well, Jamal Murray's the key. Jamal Murray would be more of a key if the offense ran through him. Um, Due to the way the Nuggets run their offense, that impact is completely different. He plays the point guard position, but he's really a two, right? And when this Nuggets team goes in the tank shooting, which they have often this year, in the five games. I don't know how they won the first three, to be honest with you. Um, when they've gone in the tank offensively, it's more collective. And when Nikola Jokic isn't engaged as to the extent that he maybe should be, it just drags everyone down, including Jamal Murray. Including Jamal Murray. Um, you need to give Nikola Jokic some other options in the offense. You know, some Will Barton, Will Barton does what Will Barton does. His injury hasn't helped. But I've always, I've said this over and over again, I think Will Barton's best position or role on the offense is being the guy that comes in. He's a six man. He's the guy that comes in and gives you energy off the bench. I think that is by far his best role. Um, and you can make a great career in the NBA doing that. Just ask Manu Ginobili. Um, it is something that is, should not be looked on with any sort of shame. Um, his Will Barton's best role is for that. I think eventually, I don't know when it will be, eventually uh, Michael Porter Jr. should be and will be the starting small forward. Uh, I don't know when that will be. Maybe this year, maybe next year. I don't know. But eventually he will be. Having Michael Porter Jr. out there just for the spacing in a league that craves space right now, just for the spacing is key because he, not only is he a creator, but he plays a premium position. He's not as dependent on Nikola Jokic as uh, Gary Harris is. Um, Gary Harris, as, as I've said repeatedly, is a very contextual player. He's a very good contextual player. When he's not, you know, if he, if he cracks down on defense, it kind of affects his offense. But if you really look at it, uh, Gary Harris plays off of Nikola Jokic uh, 
probably better than anyone else. I mean, he, Jokic and Murray got that one, one five five one pick and roll, but you know, really, the offense works best as Nikola Jokic creating, and people are able to be secondary creators. That if you want Jamal Murray to do that, that's fine. But that's really not how the Nuggets run things. It's confusing, and. <clears throat> When Mason Plumley is in there at center, and the Nuggets have to replicate the uh, Jokic offense, it's it's not the same. That's where that's really where Murray needs to be running the team. That's where Murray, I think, not in the starting lineup. Um, I think he's fine in the starting lineup, but it's when the bench players come in that Murray really needs to be that guy. It's with the second unit guys where he needs to actually run the offense. So you can have two different styles of offense. Right now the Nuggets are stuck trying to recreate Nikola Jokic with Mason Plumley. And it's just I don't think it's worth it. I don't think I, I think you need to just have a different approach with the second unit because it's just it's guys will form a lot. It's just you know it, it they just need to do that because Mason Plumley's not as good. Um, but really, in reality, the Nuggets' defense and their approach to it has never been congruent with the offense, and it doesn't play hand-in-hand. Hand. They, 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 they antagonize each other, and I wish it wasn't that way. You know, coaches often start talking about effort when uh, people aren't hitting shots. Basically, that's what it was. I mean, Brian Shaw talked about that a lot. Guys aren't giving me effort. Well... Really, the problem in the, in the Shaw era was, well, first of all, there was other problems. But the, the other problem with running the triangle, which is what he was trying to do, was he didn't have uh, guys who were knocking down shots. That's it. If you had people knocking down shots, uh, that team would have won more games. Uh, but, I mean, not a lot more because of the internal problems of that team. But you see what I'm, I'm saying. There are... Just so many things that I wish this team would embrace. And I'm not talking about a fundamental change in the way they go. I'm talking about just being more free. Loosen up the offense. Quite frankly, since Chris Finch left in uh, a couple of years ago, this offense has not been the same. Period. And uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of been, at times, rough to watch. And this is an offensive league, and the Nuggets are, like, almost approach it as an, in an antagonistic way, you know. And they need to embrace their inner offense. This team gains confidence in their, offense, in their defense from their offense. And the Nuggets need to start helping each other out. Helping themselves out when it comes to offense. Help themselves out and understand that all they need to do is play a little more free, pick up the pace just a little because the Nuggets are the slowest team in the NBA. I never thought I would say that as a Denver Nuggets team. They are the slowest team in the NBA. Some of that has to do with Jokic, but some of it has to do with just the way they play. They need to open it up a little, go kind of find that 2016-2017 offense again, uh, and gain confidence in your defense from your offense. And I think the Nuggets can do that. And I think this is this season is not a lost cause. It's only five to, five games in. You know, there's no reason to panic, but there are things that are troubling, and I'm hoping that the Nuggets make the adjustment and understand that they need to give themselves, help themselves out. And I'm thinking that eventually they, that will happen. 
Anyway, thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast. I will be talking to you guys soon. Bye-bye.